Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. St. Veronica Giuliani. Our story today had its climax just a little more than a century ago. At the canonization of St. Veronica, Indeed, this is one story that substantiates in life Shakespeare's poetic truth. There are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt in our philosophy. Yes, there are more things in heaven and earth. But listen to Father Pizzicari, St. Veronica's confessor, and judge for yourself. I remember so well, it almost seems like yesterday, the day the abbess of Città di Castello frantically summoned me to the convent. It was Easter morning, a heaven-made day for the resurrection of our Lord. The air was cool, the sun brilliant in a cloudless blue sky. The birds glorified the day with song, as did the ancient bells of the Duomo. I stopped a moment to listen before I pulled the bell of the convent. 
Good morning, sister. A very good morning to you, Father. Is that Father Pizzicaria, sister? Yes, Mother. Please show him into my office. Right this way, Father. Come in, Father. How are you on this beautiful Easter morning? I'm very well. I... But you seem disturbed, Mother. I am, Father. That's why I asked you to come at such an early hour. I wouldn't have, only... It's Sister Veronica again, Father. It's incredible. I want you to see her, to advise me. I... Mother, you must calm yourself. I'm sorry, Father, but I haven't slept for two nights. I really should have sent for you sooner when it happened on Good Friday. But, well, I thought perhaps I'd better be sure. Sure? Sure of what? Perhaps I'd better close the door. I've tried to keep it quiet here. Tried not to excite our novices. But even so, they seem to feel something strange in the air. Can you feel it? What? No, Mother, I can't say that I do. But surely, Father, you smell something. Something like perfume or incense. Perfume? Incense? Why, no. Why, yes, I do. So do I. Only, you see, Father, no one in this convent is burning anything. Not burning incense. I smell it distinctly. No one is burning anything. Well, then where is it coming from? It's coming from Sister Veronica's cell. Sister Veronica is burning incense. No, Father, you know it is not our practice to allow sisters to burn incense in their cells. Of course I know. Well, surely Sister Veronica isn't breaking the rule. No, Father. And she's not burning anything. But yet you say the incense is coming from her cell. Yes, Father. And there is something else happening in her cell that is not of this earth. Oh, Mother, I'm sure that whatever it is can be explained logically. No, Father. At least not the kind of logic man prides himself on. Oh, Father, you know Sister Veronica as well as I do. You know how much I love and respect her. As we all do, Mother. For 15 years, she's worked side by side with me as my novice mistress. No one could be more competent, practical. That's what adds to the strangeness of recent... Recent what, Mother? Events? It is just not of this earth, Father. What is not of this earth? Surely not Sister Veronica. Subjected as she was to earthly discipline that would have shaken the hardiest of heavenly saints, no less than an earthly one. I know, but those were the instructions after the bishop told our abbess, I commend this new daughter to your special care, for she will one day be a saint. He ordered that she be tried. Yes, and she's been tried for 20 years, a long time. Yes, a long time to suffer spiritual and physical torture. Does she still have that acute pain over her heart? She's never without it. Though she never mentions it, not since... Not since her vision in which the chalice of Christ's sufferings was offered to her? Yes. I witnessed her great struggle to accept it. And I've witnessed, too, Father, some of the sufferings of the Divine Master reproduced in her body. It's such intense suffering. Sometimes I wonder that she doesn't break under it. She won't break under it, Mother. Ah, the nuns like Sister Veronica are so rare, so very rare. She was always rare. Few girls with her beauty, wealth, social position would have embraced the life of a poor Claire, despite parental opposition. But 
Why do we speak of her in the past tense? She's not ill, is she? No, Father. At least, not as we know illness. But she suffers. Suffers as he who died for us must have suffered. You mean spiritual suffering? And physical, Father. She bleeds. Bleeds? What do you mean, Mother? She bleeds and you haven't called a doctor? A doctor? No, Father. She bleeds from the five sacred wounds that our Lord Jesus Christ bled from when he was crucified. As Father Pizzicaria entered Sister Veronica's cell with the abbots, the air was filled with a perfume unknown to the Western world. And as he looked, he saw the blood flow from the stigmata wounds. Bending to press his handkerchief to her hand, Sister Veronica opened her eyes. Never had Father Pizzicaria seen such expression in a pair of mortal eyes. He felt as if his soul had soared to heavenly heights. You saw, Father. What do you think? Have I lost my senses? I think, Mother, that you and I have been blessed. It is a mystical phenomenon that few mortals are privileged to witness. I think so, too, Father. But don't you think that some people might think it a fraud? But we saw it with our own eyes. I don't mean a fraud in that sense. But she's always been so deeply imbued with the desire to suffer in union with our Savior. And some people might say... That she could have brought it on? If we could only explain it. But this is... It's inexplicable. Many things are, Mother. I know. Isn't there some way of being sure that what we're seeing is what we're looking at... And not what we're believing. I am sure, Mother, that I am seeing what I am looking at. I do, Father. But the world, it's our word against a doubting world that doesn't want to listen. But it will listen, because it's going to be more than our word. It will be the word of renowned medical men, scientifically recognized. And ecclesiastical authorities, who I am sure you know are severe in their investigations of mystical phenomena. What do you plan to do, Father? Well, first, I... I plan to go to the bishop. I want him to see for himself and to bring medical authorities with him. And if they, too, are sure that what they are seeing is what they are looking at... Then they, too, will put their testimony in writing. We'll document this case of mystical phenomenon to the fullest. Perhaps then, the doubting Thomases who must have facts to believe will come a little closer to understanding the mysterious ways in which God works. Although the Bishop of Città di Castello listened attentively to Father Pizzicaria, he decided first to send the doctors ahead of him and to report their findings. In the interim, he reported the case to the Holy Office in Rome and was told to do nothing and to say no more about it. But when the doctors told him that not only did their medical treatment prove ineffective, 
but that the phenomena of the sacred wounds were even more pronounced, the bishop decided to examine Sister Veronica himself. Sister Veronica, I hope you'll forgive me for what I am going to have to do. Oh, Your Grace, I'm afraid it is I who must ask forgiveness. I've caused so much concern to our dear abbess and to my confessor, and now to you. No, Sister Veronica, you are not the cause. I believe what I see, as I know the Pope would believe it if he saw. I see with my eyes and touch with my fingers the reality of your wounds. But it isn't enough for the world that I see. I don't think... Bishop, that I fully understand. Perhaps you don't, my daughter. But as bishop, I must get rid of any possibility of fraud. Of fraud? Surely you don't... I, God forbid, not I. But the church has critics, and the church has enemies. We must be sure. They doubted Jesus Christ, too. Yes. People will always doubt what they cannot understand. It's a protection for their fear. Sister Veronica... Yes, Your Grace. I must forbid you to receive Holy Communion. Oh, no, no. I also forbid you to mix with the nuns, have any communication with the outside world. I I don't care what my punishment is, but please, Bishop, don't deny me the... You will be under a 24-hour watch day and night. Under no condition are you to be left alone a moment. You are relieved of your post as novice mistress. But, Your Grace... And now I'll have your wounds dressed and bandaged in my presence. Doctor, will you come in, please? And when the doctor is through dressing your hand, Sister Veronica, I want you to put these gloves on. But why gloves with fasteners and a chain? So that I may seal them with my signet. Chain and seal? But why... Why? For the sake of the church, Sister Veronica, we must remove all possibility of fraud. Do what you will, Bishop. No criminal in a death cell, guilty of crime, knew more punishment than innocent Sister Veronica. She tried to tell herself that all these prudent precautions were necessary. But her eyes would fill with tears, rolling a course down her cheeks that her imprisoned hands were powerless to stop. Like a Daniel, thrown to a lion's den of unbelievers, She paced the floor of her narrow cell. Father, you've come. You've been allowed to come. That must mean it can't be much longer. Yes, my child. The bishop should be along any moment. Thank God. Then then he doesn't doubt me. I don't think he ever did. And even if he did, I'm sure he doesn't now. I, I... I don't believe I understand what you mean. I mean that the last time he was here, you must have told him that you've been writing your spiritual experiences. Uh, No, I I mentioned that I missed writing my spiritual experiences, that I was writing at your expressed order. Well, it really doesn't matter. But what does matter is that he has been reading your account, and I believe he is very much impressed. Is that what has finally convinced him? Well, he probably took those into consideration. But 
What has that to do with... Added proof, my daughter, for our great hierarchy of doubting Thomases. It is verbal proof, outside of sworn testimony, that you are not given to hysteria or hallucinations. Oh, I think I hear the bishop's step now. You look at me so reproachfully, Sister Veronica. Why? Oh, no, Bishop. I was just hoping that you'd return me to the world where I may be of some use again. There's so much to be done and not too many of us to do it. Surely even one as humble and as unimportant as I must be missed. You are missed indeed, Sister Veronica. Come, let me break my seal and free your imprisoned hands. There. And now for the bandages. Oh. But the wounds. What is it, Bishop? The stigma of wounds. Father, they've healed. That's all that was needed. Time. Oh, it's a good thing that I didn't write the report of this case to the Holy Office. What a fool I would have made of myself. Oh. What is that smell? Perfume? Incense. Where, where, where is it? The crucifix. The crucifix on the wall. Father, look. Look. It's floating. Floating through space. Oh, heavenly Father, forgive me. Forgive me. Twilight in the cell of Sister Veronica. In the distance, bells toll the hour for evening prayer. Their sound hangs over the kneeling figures of the bishop and Father Pizzicaria. Sister Veronica lies like one dead. But the even, soft breath tells those who pray that she sleeps calmly in a world removed from doubt and skepticism. Are you certain that she sleeps, Father? That she's no longer in a faint? I am sure, Your Grace. The stigmata. I don't understand the wound opening and bleeding at command and then closing again and healing perfectly. There are some things that the Lord gives to us not to understand, but to believe. I know. If I never knew totally and completely before, I know now. Then you will write your report to the Holy Office. Remove the restrictions you placed on Sister. Oh, yes. At once. But the bishop continued to practice caution before submitting the evidence to the Holy Office in Rome. He did allow Sister Veronica to resume her duties as novice mistress. But she never knew at what hour he might call her from her work to examine the stigmata. Finally, he submitted the evidence and his report to the Holy Office, where it remained on file awaiting ecclesiastical investigation. In the interim, though Sister Veronica lived a supernatural, mystical life, 
She was nevertheless a practical woman of affairs who guided the novices with understanding and prudence. Sister, did you know that... Oh, here comes Mother Veronica. Put the books away. I can tell by the expression on your face, sister, that you've been disobeying me. But Mother Veronica... I know. You can't understand, can you, why I discourage your reading books on advanced mysticism. Frankly, Mother, I can't. Especially since you gave the books to the library. Believe me, my child, I'm not trying to keep you from learning all there is to know. Only there is a time to learn some things and a time to learn other things. But what harm is there? Oh, it's not a case of harm, my child. It's just that during a novice's time of preparation, she has all she can do in laying the foundation of humility, obedience, and chastity. But why do you insist that we read only Christian and religious perfection? Oh, you misunderstood. I don't insist. I merely advise. There is a difference. It's advice based on my own experience as a novice mistress for 34 years before I was elected abbess. Don't you think, probably, that I might have a little greater wisdom? Or perhaps you will do me the courtesy of thinking so until you're at least through your novitiate. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Oh, there's Father Pizzicaria coming down the walk. I must go meet him. Oh, Father Pizzicaria, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mother. Oh, it's been so long. Too long since I last saw you. <laughs> you surely can't blame that on me. I come, but I cannot see you. Not unless I want to climb a scaffold and compete with a handful of workmen for your attention. <laughs> Are you still up to your elbows in plans? Oh, oh, do come, Father, and see the finished plans for enlarging the convent. Oh, no, no. No more plans, thank you. I'm getting too old to daydream with plans. Oh, but these aren't plans built upon the daydreams of sand. They're built on solid rock. Oh, do come see. I want your approval. <laughs> very well. But this will be the very last time that I look at plans. <laughs> Oh, be seated, Father. Thank you. Well, how does it feel to be abbess of Città di Castello? <laughs> I feel no different than I felt when I was plain Sister Veronica. Mm, but surely you must feel pleased in seeing the convent grow under your hands. Oh, we needed larger quarters so badly, so very badly. And I suppose you need a new water system just as badly. We need a water system, Father. And soon you'll be having your own water piped in. It's the scientific age. Oh, yes. Isn't it wonderful? Well, why, it's almost miraculous. You talk of miracles. You who are the most miraculous of all. Oh, please, Father, don't. I'm not. I'm so imperfect. So very imperfect. How do you feel? You're not trying to do too much, are you? Oh, I couldn't do too much, Father, if I lived to be a thousand. At the rate you're going, you won't even live to see 65. Well, if I don't, there'll be someone to carry on. But you haven't answered my question. How do you really feel? Uh, I feel no different, Father. Then you continue to have those acute pains over your heart? Yes. Father... What is it, Mother? When I die, Father, I wish an autopsy to be performed. Well, what's the matter? I think that they'll find the figure of the cross impressed on my heart, just as these sacred wounds are impressed on my hands. And 
the impress of the crown of thorns. Is it... Yes. Yes, it's still there. And the wounds are still visible. And the pain, is it still as severe? How he must have suffered for us, Father. Acutely. Agonizingly. Who else would do that for us poor sinners but him? Who else? It's vesper time. How noiseless falls the foot of day. Yes. And how noiseless falls the foot of time that tells me I must be on my way. God bless you, Mother. God keep you. few years later, Mother Veronica closed her eyes for the very last time. Hers was a fruitful life with 50 of her 67 years devoted to the care of others as a poor Claire. An autopsy was performed and as she predicted, doctors did find the impress of the cross on her heart. Seventy-five years after her death, she was beatified. And last century, after critical examination of nine volumes of testimony, she was canonized by Pope Gregory XVI. Undoubtedly, the true life story of Saint Veronica Giuliani is one of the most remarkable known in the history of saints. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me 
Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.